Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. The great American writer David Foster Wallace once told a story about three goldfish. There are three fish swimming along, two young fish swimming one way, and one older fish swimming the other way. And as they pass, the older nods to the two younger and says, Morning, boys. How's the water? And swims off, the older one content in his own affairs. The two young fish swim on for a bit, and then eventually one of them looks to the other and says, What the heck is water? More often than not, more often than we care to admit, we are unaware unaware of our surroundings, unaware about local or world events, unaware of the feelings of others, unaware that a joke wasn't as funny as you wanted it to be, (laughs) unaware of our own needs. Like a simple goldfish that doesn't realize, that doesn't even realize the medium that sustains his life, we don't realize all that surrounds us. Even in 2019, a time when mindfulness has almost become cliché, when our wristwatches tell us to breathe, when intentionality and authenticity are all the rage, we are, if we admit, somewhat clueless. At least I am. Maybe you are too. And yet this morning we remember one of the most fantastical moments in the lives of the apostles, the arrival of the Holy Spirit. There is a great wind and tongues of flame alight on their heads and they speak in languages they never knew or spoke before. And Peter, the very human bumbling disciples, thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) And Peter, the very human and bumbling disciple who became the rock on whom Jesus founded his church, Peter remembers the prophet Joel. I will pour my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Quite a morning. Jesus foretold this moment before the crucifixion. Jesus says in this morning's gospel, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all the things that I have said to you. The other evening, Ellen and I were watching home and garden television. 
One of those home renovation shows that are strangely similar to all the other home renovation shows that are on home and garden television. And yet, in the midst of this particular episode, the host had some important information she wanted to share with her husband. She was pregnant with their first child. And so she took her positive pregnancy test, wrapped it in a gift box with a big bow, and gave it to her other half. And he unwrapped it and immediately began to weep, and the two embraced in a tender, made-for-TV moment. And I was reminded of when Ellen told me that she was pregnant with Anna. In my head, I wanted children. I wanted to have children with this woman. I wanted to start a family. It was felt like it was the time in my life to become a father. But in my heart, and I've preached on this before, so please forgive me for repeating myself, but in my heart, I was scared to death. What the heck am I thinking? Who am I to become a father? I can barely keep my shoes tied, let alone be responsible for another human being. Ellen is going to be a great mom, but me, I don't know. And the jury is still out. <laughs> but there was that moment, that moment when she was asleep in my arms, or perhaps when she vomited all over my shoes after she was baptized, or perhaps when we were playing and she looked into my eyes with that look of devotion and admiration and love, and you know that you are looking back with the same only infinitely more. And then you know, and then you are aware that I am a father. And then a few years later, Henry came around, and I was calm, I was cool, I was collected. I've done one, what the difference is two? I am lying through my teeth. <laughs> Of course, I found new things to be afraid about. For one, we found out we were having a boy. And well, I had, we had several friends who had boys, and I'm not talking about anyone here, of course. But some of them were really obnoxious. I thought, oh no, what if ours is obnoxious too? And on a level, another level of fear, and I worried, and I know this sounds horrible, but it's true, but I worried about my capacity to love someone as much as I love my first child. The love that I experienced with my eldest was so sudden, so unexpected, so overwhelming, I could not imagine something like that happening again. But it did. Something unlocked inside of me. And that same volume of love that appeared when I met Ellen, the same volume of love that developed when Anna arrived, suddenly was there again for this third being, this curly-headed goofball, this Henry. Life is full of moments when we are aware and unaware, when we are locked and when we are unlocked. We can be unfortunately unaware on I-55 or while we're scrolling through social media or in the Kroger or you name it. And we can be aware when a child takes our hand 
when a friendship is reconciled, when we reach out our hands and receive the bread and the wine. That same writer, David Foster Wallace, the one who told the story about the goldfish, once said, if you will learn to really pay attention, then you will know that there are other options. It will actually be within your power to experience this life as not only meaningful, but sacred. On fire with the same force that made the stars, love, fellowship, the mystical oneness of all things deep down. Wallace was raised a devout atheist. But we know what that mystical oneness is, especially today of all days, and that is the Holy Spirit. For when we are aware, when we are unlocked, when we step into the fire, we know that the Holy Spirit is moving and flowing and raging all around us, just as it was done from the beginning. To paraphrase a great prophet, Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> the Holy Spirit surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. When we are aware of the Holy Spirit, when we allow ourselves to be unlocked, then things happen to us. We grow stronger. We become less afraid. We evolve and we are transformed. As Jesus said in today's gospel, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. When we connect with the Spirit, when we take on a new ministry, when we seek out those who are in need, when we are drawn to the sacred rather than the profane, when we are aware of the Holy Spirit, when we know that the Spirit is moving in a particular place, in a particular community. I believe the Spirit is moving in this place. Over the past several years, the chapel has experienced tremendous growth, and a tremendous revitalization of her ministries. And these things have nothing to do with me, or Will, or Davis Fry, or Molly Meeks. It may have something to do with Amy Barker. <laughs> Probably Dana. But I know it has everything to do with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is moving, calling us together in this place, to worship God, to befriend one another, to minister to those in need, to help heal a hurting world. The Spirit is moving. And my prayer for this congregation, this chapel of the cross, is that everyone becomes aware of that Spirit. The Spirit has led us to this Pentecost day, a day when we can't fit in the chapel anymore. And while the Spirit is moving, dirt is moving too. Our new worship space is rising. And that is scary. But it is also part and parcel of the same Spirit. Ask yourself how you can become more aware. How could you set aside your fears and step to the next level? As a disciple of Christ, how could you, how could the Spirit empower you to do more in His name? And as one blessed to be part of this chapel of the cross, 
on this day, how could you be part of the Spirit's movement in this place? Be aware. Be unlocked. Be swept up by the Holy Spirit. Be ready to do something. Amen.